Yes, read the SCP files. Yeah, you get the picture. Hello and welcome back to Discovering SCP. I'm Tanhini from uh, the SCP.com org wiki, uh, and this is my friend uh, Darnell. Tanhony, I've got some bad news. Oh. I was reading the walkthrough for the Discovering SCP podcast. I, I know you told me not to, so I wouldn't spoil myself, oh, but I was just so curious I couldn't help it. Okay. I was looking at, at the episode we did of Anantashisha, and, well, it turns out because you didn't invite that man, we've unlocked the devil ending. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, fuck. A shadowy portal of darkness and chaos opens in front of us. A familiar figure steps out from within and introduces themselves. <laughs> Well, well, well. What do we have here? No, it can't be. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you two doing? I'm doing okay. Good. This killing intense. I noticed that you did an episode about one of my articles and neglected to contact me. And allow me to participate in those goings on, gentlemen. I must say, I must say, I find this to be a detestable course of action, one that must be remedied <laughs> here and now. Wait, bef- before you shoot, T- Tanhony was inviting you for this episode, right? Didn't you prepare some articles? I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. Please spare mm. my fucking uh, life. Um, well, in that case, we can forestall your judgment a couple minutes longer, just to oh, see yes. what kind of things you've got stored away, gentlemen. How many articles for today, Tan? One, two, three. Like, I'm clapping in fear. <laughs> fear claps. One, two, three. Let's do it. All right, Hello. three uh, three articles. Hello, everyone. It's me. It's DJ Cactus. How are you? Oh, it was him all along. It was me, the, the oh. unnamed figure. <laughs> the unnamed mysterious I'm figure, actually, who was also a cowboy. I'm actually pretty excited about this, because I thought you only had one article queued up, Tanhony. Oh, well, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're sort of all related here. So, <laughs> okay, uh, let's not disappoint me, then. The episode that we have first is... It's going to be really funny if you didn't write any of them. They're just like random articles. Uh-huh, I'm just sitting in the back. <laughs> I'm just vibing the whole time. Just back here like, what up? You're like, wow, that's that's an all right article. Pretty good. What up? Okay, yes. SCP... Hit us with that first link. The first one is SCP-3790, also known as the Department of Abnormalities by DJ Cactus and Crokenbush. Crokenbush. Wait, I know that guy. DJ Cactus, I've heard of him. I've also heard of him. He's... He's... Of course you've heard of him. He's me. <laughs> oh, shit. Hello there. All right, so... Oh, wow, this is one that I thought it was going to be short, and then I opened the clipboard... T- not clipboard. Uh, the, the, old, the, the oldest trick in the book. very big. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, just to give you a little background about this article, I... So, um, I wrote this... Uh, okay, so this isn't... Oh, oh, okay. So, this is the... The last, the last article that was written in the before times, uh, because if you'll notice the the posting date, this was posted on the eighth of June, twenty eighteen. Now I don't know how many ah. of you know know about the deep SCP lore, but there was a lot that happened. There's a lot that happened that month, and so I don't. I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. Okay, don't well, worry about it. <laughs> we're, I, I, we're, we're, we're we're not going to cover it today. 
for for the betterment of everyone. Just understand that this is this is a pretty pivotal article because a lot of stuff happened before this, and a lot of things happened immediately afterwards. I I imagine you're talking about something like. Uh, that has to do with like the state of the wiki, but it's so much funnier mm-hmm. to imagine like a meteor crashed and killed half of all authors. It might as well have been that. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it may this as well have been. This was the snap. Yeah, this was this was the <laughs> snap. Uh, yeah, no, we. Um, I had uh, written this thing because I had you know I had in my head kind of what I wanted it to look like, um, mm-hmm. and a very dark hallway according to the picture. Very dark hallway. Yeah. In fact, you can see how dark the hallway is. Mostly black in that image. Um mm-hmm. actually and and to be perfectly honest, that image is a lot better than the one that I originally had on this article, uh which uh was not copyright compliant. And so thankfully, uh my very good friend LLG Fish Truck came by and found one that was uh good and not broken and I could use. So this this image is a lot better. But uh, I so I wrote this through the first time and it was fine, but uh, I was showing it to some people and my friend Crokenbush uh, uh, came by and said, "Hey, uh, some of these are bad. You should make them better." And I said, "Oh, okay." And so then he had some ideas and I had some ideas and he had some ideas and then we went back and forth a couple times and then we wrote this. So now you're caught up with the lore. Hell yes! But yeah, I, I was going to say this article is called Department. Hmm? This article is called the Department of Abnormalities. I thought that was going to be like its own canon or series or whatever, based on the way Tan talked about it in the name. I didn't know it was a singular SCP. Well, in a, in a lot of ways, it is kind of a canon at this point, um, and a lot of it is because uh, so th- this is the, what kicked it off. But there have been a lot of people who have done things relating to this article since then, um, and I'm sure we're going to hear a couple of those today. Um, but the originally it was just supposed to be like a self-contained thing, and then I had a series of tales I was going to write after it, and I wrote one of those tales. And I haven't finished or wrote, written anything else after that uh, because I'm very bad about following up on tale series. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but the we were very specific, and there, there a couple times have come up recently <clears throat> when people have asked me to like make a tag for this article. Um, because they want to like basically codify it as a, a canon or something that can be identified. And specifically, I have asked uh, not to do that. I think it is a lot better if this is just one of those things that you, you know, if you're a, a your average reader, you'd be reading around and, you know, maybe find this page or see something that links to this page and say, oh, okay, okay well, what's, what's going on over here? And then you stumble into this article and it has oh, so no yeah right it doesn't have any context there's no other information provided about it it's just it is what it is and then um we did eventually uh the section in the middle uh, about that has the, the well hold on before you talk too enough, much about enough. the actual article maybe we should read it that's, so i can react that, that is fair that is fair the se- all, all, right, all i was gonna say is the second collapsible we added later um and i'll we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that afterwards so Sounds like a plan. No All right, spin us off, Tanny. Ahem. Item number SCP 3790. Containment class safe. Oh, level 5 top secret. Destruction class dark. Risk class notice. It's so safe. Very safe. So safe. Nice. Nothing bad will ever happen. So unremarkable. Special containment procedures. The door into the stairwell leading to the SCP is to be padlocked at all times, and a single guard is to be posted nearby to ensure no individuals enter the SCP. 
By order of the Overseer Council, entry into SCP-3790 is forbidden. As we already talked about, so 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 it's called the Department of Abnormalities, but no one actually works in it because you can't go in there. There's just one guy who's like, hey, there's one guy who acts as like the RPG NPC. He's like, no, you can't go in here yet. You haven't unlocked the story element yet. Sorry, this door is locked from the other side. (laughs) Yeah. All right, keep going for us, Tanhony. Description: SCP-3790 is a structure located beneath the abandoned Port Superior Canning Company warehouse. In London, United Kingdom. I could go here. Oh, that's where Tan yeah, lives, Tan, right? This yeah. is you. you. This is your house. This All is, people in the this UK is where I am. Uh, <laughs> he lives in that hallway. The only access yeah. to this space is down a narrow stairwell that ends in a short black door. The door is free of identifying markings, save for a small metal placard just above the door handle that reads SCP Foundation Department of Abnormalities. And I'm smashing that motherfucking oh, lock button. Oh, well, that's the end of the article. All right, goodbye, everybody. I'm done here. We did our job. All oh, right, yeah, I forgot that was collapsible. S- uh, sorry, but I've stuck my key into the lock and overridden oh, it, so we're going to read the contents. Oh, no, there's a collapsible. Oh, no, there's more article. Damn ah. it, I thought it would be an easy <laughs> yeah, episode. Every time. Uh-huh. Y- you would think I would get used to it. This is like the tenth time probably it's happened. I'm like, oh, this will be a nice short one. And then it's like, oh. Wrong. <laughs> This is this is pretty short compared to most of the things I've written, but look, like there's plenty to scroll down. So, right. Do we out. have to click on all these individual numbers in the second collapsible? No, we definitely do not. No, 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 no. no. Okay, cool. All right, here's up, Tan. So the interior of the SCP consists of several descending levels, each consisting of a hallway containing four doors, two per side, and a grated freight elevator at the far end of the corridor leading to the lower levels. While there is evidence of prior human activity within the SCP, the structure appears to have been abandoned for a considerable amount of time. Each of the doors is a solid... He- well, this is obviously when quarantine came in. Mm-hmm. That's why that's everyone, everyone went home. No, yeah. Each of the doors exactly is right. a solid, yeah. heavy metal door, with a sliding panel covering a small glass viewport into the dimly lit chamber beyond. The doors, some of which are rusted but otherwise undamaged, have at some point in their past had the handles and unlocking mechanisms removed, and have been welded shut. The only distinguishing mark on these doors are small metal placards that are just beneath the sliding panels. These placards usually bear what is believed to be a designation for the contents of the chamber, though in some cases the placards have been removed or are damaged. Clipboard holding a legal pad hangs on the back of the main access door. Several pages appear to have been torn away from the pad. The frontmost intact piece of paper contains a list of names and a short note. The remainder of the pages are irrelevant. Yeah, this is this. All right, so I know, I know the. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. this is the bit we added after the fact. What what I meant to say earlier right. was, when people started writing more articles that kind of you know referenced this article, um, we came through and decided that we wanted not to have a hub page because that's kind of lame for something like this, uh, and we did this instead. Uh-huh. This is not really a hub page, um, but it does link to other articles that reference this article. So there you go. That that is the lore. I was gonna say, I imagine that that's what that was. This clipboard is that paper, but I thought it would be much funny if it was like a series of passive aggressive notes about cleaning up the microwave. <laughs> yeah, like every office has for some a, reason. A series of notes telling people to empty their lunch boxes out of the refrigerator because they're gonna come through and clean it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the so sets. anomalous. Uh, the note oh. says, "I think it's about time." Need to go lock down the other sites before I go. Take care. Let me then, yeah. Yeah, then it's a, a list of Roman numerals, one through ten, and five of them are locked, and the yeah. rest are unlocked. 
The reason Tan couldn't read them for you is because Tan actually can't read Roman numerals. That's, That's not even a joke. It's kind of sad. The language was made so that I could not understand it. So you get information past me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's very funny. I'll teach him one uh, day. Uh, <laughs> he struggles greatly. So yes, as, as, as is pretty obvious, those other the, all the articles that are locked are extant articles that exist elsewhere, and the unlocked ones are spaces for other people. So, I have a question. What's gotcha. going to happen when we get to 10? Uh, that I, that's a really, really good question that I have not decided yet. I, 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 I usually try to have a plan when I do stuff like this. Uh, this time I did not. I assume we'll get into yeah. Department of Abnormalities 2 Nightmare Hour at that point. Yeah, Department of Abnormalities 2 Resurrection. Yes. <laughs> That'd be so good. The elevator has access to... You should to- do an April Fool's... Next year for April Fool's, you should do the Department of Normalities, and it's just, like, things they thought were anomalous that were normal, and now they can't, like, release them back into the real world. <laughs> Department of Normies. Yeah, it's just, like, guys, <laughs> like, not anomalous, I just really like hello, cheese, hello. so can I go? And they're like, no, you know too My much. name is Anthony, and I read things on the internet. <laughs> that is that is me. Hello. I'm here. <laughs> that would be crazy. It's, it's Anthony. Poor no, freak. <laughs> Can you imagine such a normie? <laughs> yeah. All right, continue. Oh, imagine if I ran a podcast with that what? guy. No way. All right, continue reading. Be... The elevator has access to seven levels of the structure. No record of the SCP Foundation ever having a Department of Abnormalities exists. No information regarding the structure has been documented. What could this mean? Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Yeah. Uh, there are no records of it. The Foundation... The, uh, the overseers obviously don't want you to know anything about it because it's locked and there are no records of it elsewhere. Well, if no records of it exists say, in the Jedi a record archive, of it? it must not exist. Isn't, isn't this whole article a record of it? Uh, we got a wise guy over here. Yeah, hey, look at this kid. He thinks, <laughs> thinks he's hot shit. Okay. Well, look at this guy. He thinks he's so smart. Why don't I kill him? Look at this guy over here reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got some levels here, Tan Honey. Do you need one of us to take over? Do you uh, think you can truck along? Yeah, I, 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 I've done more than this. <laughs> Addendum 1, Chamber Contents. The following is a list of the rooms and each floor, the text on each door's placard, and a visual description of the contents of each chamber, if possible. Level 1. Room 1, placard name, Vivaldi. Description, chamber is empty aside from a violin propped in the far corner of the room. The bow is broken on the ground in front of it. No. Hmm. So I, I think I am um, familiar with this uh, this little uh, illusion here. Mm-hmm. Not illusion, a, a illusion. But uh, is isn't Vivaldi like a composer? Uh, yeah. So the uh, okay. Before we go too deep into this, um, I, I want to give a little bit of preface just for you guys, so that it, it all kind of I won't say it makes it'll make sense, but hopefully it'll elucidate, illuminate most of the questions a lot of people have about this um so the the purpose of this article at the beginning was to um be the jumping off point for a series of tales that all had to do with this um mysterious department of abnormalities and sort of how this exists in the world or does not exist in some cases um and so the it was going to be kind of a monster of the week style go through each one of these and kind of explain a little bit more about what they are and what the deal is. And I wrote the first tale and it's called to never again see the light of day. Uh, and then didn't do any more after that. So the first tale, um, is 
Don't don't say too much because I'm not supposed to know. No, if we it's, it's, it's none of that. None of that has anything to do with this. The first tale does not reference any of these things. The second one that I had started did, and it referenced this one. Um, and so there was a whole tale about it, but I never posted it. So gotcha. now you're cut up. All right. Room two, placard name, Montezuma's face. Description, an ornate wooden chest with gold inlays and a large steel lock sits on a table in the middle of the chamber. A quiet clicking sound, like that of a clock, is barely audible from within the chamber. As Montezuma... Why does that name sound familiar? Is that the vampire guy? No, that's... Uh, Who's the vampire guy? Nosferatu? Nosferatu. No, no, no. The less infamous one that was like about revenge. Dracula? No, oh god, this is. I always, I always think of Nurse as the less infamous one. Edward? No, 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 no. It's it's uh, the, the Count of Monte Cristo. That's what he, I was thinking. He's of. not a. He is, he's yeah, he's, 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 he's a vampire. <laughs> oh, yeah, what? he's just a guy. Uh, <laughs> fucking Eli. Uh, Montezuma <laughs> was. <laughs> Montezuma was uh, the last Aztec emperor. Uh, he oh, he gotcha. was he was killed by uh, the the Spanish uh, when they came and did their whole big uh, thing, the conquistadors. Yeah, that Inquisition mm-hmm. thing. So the uh, presumably this box is his face, or some or gotcha. something inside the box is his face. Mysterious. Mm-hmm. Room three, placard name no placard. Terrifying. Description That's a weird name. Empty. What a unique name. Yes, I know. I, uh, every now and then I'll do something like this uh, in articles to kind of like provide a little bit because I, I can imagine there's no like no facility in the world will have like every single room filled up even like if you go to a hospital mm-hmm. you'll walk down the hospital and there'll just be rooms that are empty so well maybe not right now well but... true yeah uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I get what you mean I completely global pandemic for sure yeah 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 so they um Every now and then I'll do something like this in articles where it's just like, here's the thing, and it is unimportant, and there's nothing there. And it's just so people will be like, ah, yes, this is a well-fleshed-out world you've d- created here, DJ Cactus. And I th- Wow, you really thought of everything, and you're like, actually, I thought of less things. The secret is that I, this way I don't have to do as much work. Yeah, exactly. All right, carry you on. Heard it here first, it. folks. He's a phony. Yes. Room uh, four. <laughs> yeah, this a sham. Placard name. Placard has been damaged and text is unreadable. Description. Chamber is empty. Long gashes cover the walls. Pieces of bone are visible across the chamber floor. This is where Tanhoney used to be. Mm-hmm. That's where I am right now. Tanhoney's room, actually, if you can believe it. <laughs> wow, the memories. Mm-hmm. Come inside, Dono. I want to show you something. <laughs> oh, wow. What's in Come here? Look at my bones. Just unwells the door. <laughs> I'll show you something cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're at level two now. Level two. Leveling up. Yeah, we went through the warp pipe. Room one. Whoop, whoop. Placard name. Ian. Description. A thin, pale man in a straitjacket wearing a blindfold sits in the corner of the chamber. I have to say, when I, every time I see this, I think of the shy guy. Was that intentional? Like that sort of imagery? or Yes, this that is intentional. So... Oh. It, it's something else that I want to just say, and this will not give anything away. Some of these um, obviously reference certain other articles that have been written or other things that exist in this universe. Um, some things reference articles that I have not finished yet or things I have not referenced elsewhere but are things I'm, I have in long-term plans. And some things don't reference anything. Um, specifically, 
uh, I have I've been kind of, uh, I wouldn't say lax, but like kind of keen on not giving away too much um, when people ask about what is and what isn't real. Uh, some people I've given some information and some things I'm only going to tell you guys. So we have it covered now that the shy guy's name is Ian. Yes, yes, that, that nice. is canon. Or maybe maybe it was the shy guy's brother. Mm. Oh, his the stronger shy... brother. <laughs> his stronger brother, like when the adventure uh, dies in D&D, and it's like, I'm his brother for revenge. It's not the shy guy, it's the social anxiety guy. Introvert um, versus topical. extrovert. Topical. <laughs> I'm the gregarious guy. <laughs> Carry on. Room two, blackguard name, the crying boy. Description: A canvas is set up in the room. A sheet is draped over it. This is another one that's. Uh, are you familiar? Is with that a reference that? to that? Is that a reference to that to that art piece in real life? That's like a dude crying, and if you see it, you die. Yeah. No, how, what is? It's not if you see it, you die. I don't think it's if you have it in your house, your house is likely to burn down. Mm-hmm. No, no, I remember this. It was like I thought you saw it, and then like yeah, your house burns down. Like you die in some way. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually. Yeah. Well, I don't think you. I don't think you necessarily I, I, I'm die. Ashamed. Your house gets burned. I'm, I, I'm ashamed to admit this, but I only know about it because like a trillion years ago, when I used to watch Matthew Santoro videos, it was in one of those. And I was like, oh, I recognize that monkey see neuron. So uh, I will. I will read you a short uh, section on Wikipedia about this painting. Yeah. Maybe maybe we shouldn't because we will not get through this article at this rate, and we have two others. That's fair. Uh, the long and short of it is, yes, it used to be there was a British tabloid, The Sun, by the way, for all my British friends. You know exactly what that means. Uh, uh, where I don't know what that means. It means it's bullshit. Yeah, it's there was an Essex firefighter who was claiming that they kept finding this picture and burned down houses. Uh, this is the picture, by the way. I've linked it to both of you. You can take a look at it. Oh, thanks. Now my house will now burn down. Now your house will burn down, yes. All now right, this code will burn down. Uh, Wait, that's just Tanhony. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. All right. Every th- British person I is Tanhony until like, proven otherwise. One explanation of this was that it was a really like tacky, common painting at the time. Yes. So that most houses had it. <laughs> It was widely mass-produced. So I believe that, but also, how weird are British people that they want a crying child hanging on their <laughs> they're walls? unhappy people. <laughs> yeah, not enough sunlight up there. Uh, Alright, carry on. Room 3, placard name, The Watchers. Description, three vaguely humanoid figures are huddled in a far corner of the room, looking away from the door. The figures can be seen seen shi- if the, no shifting slightly, but due to lighting conditions within the chamber, no other details can be made out. Mm-hmm. I do like the. Should sh- they not just bring a flashlight? I like the, de- the the ship between level one and level two. Is level one is like here's this long abandoned shit. Level two, here's a guy. He's still in here. Uh-huh. He's been here for a while, <laughs> just hanging out. Here's my question: How do the watchers compare to the holders? Who's stronger uh, in the lore? Here, so uh, this is this article is not a holders article. Uh, but in a lot of ways, this article is maybe the thing that I have written that is the most inspired by the holders. I have been long, really? I have been long tempted to do just a straight up holders holders article before, because holders was like what got me into internet fiction in the first place. Um, oh god, don't watch our last episode. All we did was make fun of the holders and talk about a chimpanzee. Word. I mean, it's not good, but it is like it was compelling to me when I was like fourteen years old. Uh, That's completely fair. Uh, so this this article is pretty heavily inspired by the holders. We had a whole thing though. We were like, "Why is it any halfway?" Like, because someone on there in 2021 was like, "Does anyone know if this is real?" And the holders is like probably the most easily disprovable thing because you can just go to any halfway house or mental institute uh-huh. and ask for the hold. 
You're always. I was talking about that to Tanhody. Like, imagine you want to help people with drug addictions. You open a halfway house. Immediately, a shadowy figure approaches you. And it's like you have to learn these rituals. They're, they're always in halfway houses and hostels. Like, I never understood. Like, they're like, hey, come down to my fucking. Come down to my uh, Bureau of Land Management office and ask me three times about this coin you have. It's never that shit. <laughs> it's so it's always a fucking mental hospital. Uh. I mean, if you've got a good sense of humor about it, maybe you should watch the last episode that we recorded as, like, filler. It was really funny. Oh, I, <laughs> I laughed my ass off watching it back. I will, I will certainly certainly do it, now that I know that you get into the, you know, the thing that inspired me to be the person who I am today. For big yeah. We only got through, like, six of them, though. I kept... <laughs> yeah, big... we just talked about a chimpanzee. Yeah, big chunk of middles are shifting to an unrelated Wikipedia article. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, but, continue, uh, Room four. Placard name. No placard. Description. Beyond the door appears to be another dark hallway. Hmm. Questions. Oh, what's down there? Mm-hmm. Level three. This Room is... Name. This, just uh, before you go on very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that entry was written by Kirkenbush. Fun, fun fact. Oh. <gasps> it's nice. one of my favorites, actually. All right, continue. Description. Uh, placard name. The Infinite Cold. Description. The floor of the chamber is covered with a thin layer of water. The interior of the room seems to be considerably larger than its exterior physical dimensions would allow. Mm-hmm. So this is something I like just caught through osmosis. But was am I right in saying the infinite cold was an article that you deleted previously? It is. Yeah. Um, so th- just to picture this one, you should imagine the the uh, Dark Link fight from uh, Ocarina of Time. Uh, that's sort of the vibe that was I was trying to set up here, where it's just a a thin layer of water across an infinite space. There was an article that I wrote uh, years and years ago about a grate uh, underneath a lake near where I used to live. And if you stuck your head or, I guess, a camera through the grate, there was like an under, like, there's a whole other world underneath there that was all underwater. Uh, and there was a house and there was some stuff happening inside the house that was crazy. Um, it was, I, the article was mainly about depression, I think, uh, for me, mostly. Uh, but um, it was kind of panned. It didn't really do a whole lot and people didn't like it. So I deleted it. This article is a reference to that article. Mm. Or this entry is a reference to that article, rather. So, anyway. Room 2. Placard name. Sorrow. Description. A pedestal rests in the middle of the chamber. Four parallel lines in the dust, consistent with finger marks, imply that whatever was upon it has recently been mo- removed. Mm-hmm. Not much what to say could, about that could... one. It's just, it yeah, is what it is. So it's the guy from Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Room three. Placard name. World without man. Description. Chamber is empty. Oh, that is so fucking dope. That is a stand name if I've ever heard mm-hmm. one. Uh, is, <laughs> this, is, this is actually an article that exists, by the way. Uh, yeah, we haven't gotten my gun that's one yet, but so we probably will. <laughs> this, is, this is... World without man versus man who sold the world. This win. is my uh, my shout-out to my boy Sorts, who has long since left us, but was maybe my favorite author in sight history. Just saying. Swords is, is really good. Nice. Yeah, I mean, Swords probably is better than Tanhony, so I'll give him a mm, read sometime. Swords never won uh, an ex... A, 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 yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? That's interesting. Uh, he never won... <laughs> Swords never won a, a 1,000 contest, so I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, all right. I mean, if we just take it by sheer, sheer numbers, it's kind of, uh, it's kind I mean, of, it's kind of weird. Very, very curious. I don't know. Well, I mean, I bet Swartz didn't write a chocolate goldfish SCP Ivex, so I'm kind of bad. I wrote it twice. How dare you? 
All right, let's get. Th- We're never going to finish this article. Are you sure we have time for two it's, more? It's, yeah. there's, there's not too much left. Room four. All right, cool, cool. Placard name Adam's Hatred. Description a billowing. <laughs> Some metal. A billowing, indistinct black shape is visible in the back of the room. That's probably my favorite one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I hope you like go into the shadow and it's just a picture from the manga and it just says this next hit will kill you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this one references a thing that I haven't written yet. Anyway, continue. Level 4. Room 1. Placard name. The Morning Star. Description. A rusted sword hangs on a rack in the back of the room. The door to the chamber feels warm. Mm-hmm. Somewhere out there a medieval nerd is seething. It's like, actually a Morning Star is not a sword, it's a maze? Uh, so, so, uh, this one is pretty much a dead giveaway if I tell you that this star, this sword, the Morning Star, uh, was wielded by a person called the Sword of the Morning. Uh, From a song of ice and fire? Oh, wait, no, okay, that's what, that's fun. Uh, no, it's, um... It's, I, I haven't I haven't read or watched the, Game of Thrones. I don't know anything that's about good. it. That's good. You you missed that awful reference then. No, it's um uh this this is the this is the sword of Lucifer. Uh that that sh- oh. that shows up in Ouroboros. Uh, or in the way it ends, right? Oh. Ah. Okay. Twice. Twice. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. We'll never know what that's what it was. As uh-huh. you say, the room two placard name Wormwood. Description viewpoint is obscured. Mm-hmm. Kind of a wee biblical reference there. This one actually also references an article that exists that was written oh. by uh, Mordos in the uh, SCP four thousand contest called Wormwood. Uh, it's very very good, and you should read it. I probably will. I, I, I think that will slip my mind there. Mm-hmm. Room 3. Placard name, Harmonia's Necklace. Description. A simple golden necklace hangs on a post in the back of the room, which is lit by a single tall candle. The chamber does not appear to have a floor. Room 4. Placard name, no placard. Description. Chamber is unlit. Individuals who look into this real room feel a lingering sense of dread afterwards. Mm. Damn. Very mysterious. Donna, why don't you take over it's this just lesson? a gamer in like a really messy room. Uh, you look at you, uh, sorry, dude. Yeah, it's like it's like old pizza boxes uh. and Taco Bell wrappers. <laughs> Level five, room one, placard name: the Heart of Man. Description: Inside the chamber is a single, still beating human heart suspended from the ceiling by a wire. The interior of the chamber appears distorted. Mm-hmm. Room two, placard name: tool marks indicate that placard has been pried off. The word. Hello is scratched into the metal where the placard would be. Description: sliding panel is welded shut. Room three, placard name: channel fifty-five. That is a reference I recognize. That's like a mm-hmm. a short. Yeah, those are the like the little uh, fake announcements, right? Mm-hmm. Is this article just like a reference of a bunch of neat little things? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I wonder why Tan loved it so much. He made, like, a whole video about it that I wasn't allowed to watch. I mean, I, I, that feels super insulting to you. But you know what I mean? Like, maybe I'm missing something, but it doesn't feel like there's a narrative yet. It's just, like, a lot of references. Mm-hmm. Yes. Room 3, placard name, Channel 55. <laughs> Description. A small CRT television sits in the center of the room. Something is playing on the screen, but a dark cloth has been draped over the top of it. Room 4, placard name, Living Nightmare. Description, a dirty twin mattress on a simple metal frame rests in the middle of the room. A figure is lying on the mattress with a sheet pulled up over them. Level 6, room 1, 
Placard name, Mr. Silence. Description, a tall, black wooden box rests against the back wall. It is bound in chains and locks. A bright purple W is emblazoned on its front in gold trim. Uh, mm-hmm. We've encountered some misters before, have we not, Barnell? Uh-huh. Oh, it's, it's, it's Mr. Silence. Yeah, this one is... Room two. This That yeah. uh, tale that I wrote, that tale series that I wrote, or started, that never finished, uh, this character mm-hmm. specifically was the focus of the first article. Not that you ever see him, but he is the focus of the first entry. Anyway, carry on. Room two. Placard name, the dead man's chair. Oh, I've heard of this too. That's a chair you sit in, you die. Mm-hmm. Well, it's... Description, a wooden... It's the uh, mm-hmm. it's the electric chair from Sing Sing. Oh, never mind. I was thinking of a, of a very local legend that I don't know why you would have written about. Mm-hmm. There's a chair, apparently, where I used to go to college, and if you sit in it, you die. And kids would go sit in it for fun, and they never die. Yeah, there was... They had one of those in the, the round table. table. Uh, the... <laughs> hang on a second. He'd, he'd be googling. Uh, yes, so it's it's called it's uh, well it's not really that funny. It's called Old Sparky. Uh, it it mm-hmm. is the uh, first used in Sing Sing prison for max executions on July seventh, eighteen ninety one. The order of the execute. Oh wait, uh, hang on a second. Where's the number? Um, in seventy five years of operation, a total of six hundred ninety five men and women were executed by the electric chair in New York State. So basically, a chair that six hundred some people have sat in, and they've all died. So it's got like the astral blood buff from Berserk. Mm-hmm. A wooden chair sits in the far corner of the room. A faint shadow could be seen sitting in it, which disappears upon a second viewing. What about a third viewing? Um, a third viewing, you die. You, no one ever sees it twice. You just get the Dark Souls reading. You, you died. You died. It just stays in the room three. Vision forever. Oh. Go. <laughs> Room three, placard name, Otsi. How do you pronounce that kind of think, O? Is it O? I think it's Otsi. Otsi. Description, a layer of ice covers the viewport and obscures visibility. A dark shape can be seen in the middle of the room, although no details can be distinguished. This, room four, placard... Oh. This is also a, uh, a reference to something. Uh, I, I will show you what the reference is to. Let me show you in the chat right now. And this wow. is the reference. Oh. And, oh, I opened the wrong Discord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why did you see the first time you go down? Yeah, that, that's uh, that's Otzi. That's a uh, also called the Iceman. Is a mummy from the Otzel Alps uh, between Austria and Italy. That's who he is. That's the that's the figure in there. He's hanging out. Look at him. He looks like he's made of that kind of candy your grandma has in a bowl. For oh, he is. That's he where is. You get the... Actually, and if you want to see what's really crazy, so here's what he looked like when they found him. He was frozen in a glacier. And that's what he looked like. They found this man like that in a glacier. Exactly like that. Me? Isn't that... Me after 12-hour study session. Isn't that horrifying? Yeah, that's pretty scary. Room 4. Placard name, Apollyon's Crown. Description, a silver lockbox rests on a table in the middle of the room. Notably, the exterior of the door is covered in scratch marks, as if by something trying to get into the chamber. Level 7. Although the opening to the seventh level is visible through the graded floor of the elevator, the lift mechanism appears to have been modified and can no longer access that floor. The end. Is this the article? That's it. So I gotta, I gotta be real with you because I, I want to be straightforward because I'm not insulting you. You are a very cool guy mm-hmm. and you're a great author. But and you know this article is neat. You know I recognize some of these references. I get the fun of it. But on my objective rating scale, I can't really give this a very good rating because you know it's not really a narrative. It's just like. Mm. A lot of references. 
So I'm going to have to give this one like a 5 out of 10, and I hope you won't shoot me with your big cowboy gun. No, me. I will, but for different reasons. No, this – so this article – here's the thing about this one. Um, it it mm-hmm. very much is doing something very specific that is not going to resonate with everybody. Um, part of the appeal of this one for me was to write something kind of in the vein of like 579 where – you're writing an article that, that, like, there's something happening, but none of it's explained, and you just kind of have to guess what's going on. Um, I, I can assure you the there is intent here, even if there's not, like, a th- like a narrative through line. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I completely believe mm-hmm. you, and I can totally get that line of thinking, too, as someone who plays, like, you know, Dark Souls kind of has that same thing going but, on. But just for yeah. me, I think I'll still have to give it the rating I give it, but I totally respect that. And you know what? I bet the fans of your stuff, Tanhoney included, I know he's really into this, um, would would probably beat me to yeah, death. Yeah, Tanny so. really gets his rocks off to this one. Um, no, I mean, it, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a... Uh, on your sides. <laughs> how good you? <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah. That's fucked up. I, 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 I'm glad that I wrote it. I'm glad that it exists. It has been, mm-hmm. it has allowed me to do a lot of other fun things, but it definitely is not going to be for everybody. Yeah, and you know what? I respect that. I just wanted to make that clear that that wasn't a personal thing on you, but I, I, I want to be honest. There was one time ever on this podcast I lied to appease people, and I really didn't, it didn't sit well uh, with me. And that was when we read The Flesh That Hates, which we didn't even finish, and I thought was terrible, but I gave it an 8 out of 10 because I thought people would be pissed because people like Sarkics. Uh, I, I just I want you to know, Darnell, uh, I love you. There's nothing you could say that could hurt me. Good. That's see. That's the the kind of attitude and authorship. I'm only going to say the flush that hates is my have... favorite article. <laughs> because some people, um, you know, and it's understandable when you work at something that you get attached to it. But if you want to get proper criticism and improve as a writer, you need to be able to accept the one that not everyone's going to like your stuff, and two that you can always do something better. And that's not really the case with this one per se. But still, those two points are things. If you want to be a writer. Um, that you really have to embody, mm-hmm. and I think you you did that well, mm. and that's a good thing. But I just wanted to make it clear, nonetheless. For sure. All right, yeah. uh, 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 um, Tanoni. 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 That's a new one. The next one we have is SCP three two two zero. This one is called Panopticon Two by a random day. Oh, we've heard of a random day before. Mm. Doesn't he have a podcast, or is that someone else? Uh, uh, he, he does a podcast with Captain Kirby. When's he gonna? When are they gonna be on our podcast, or vice versa, Tim? Because here's the thing, Cactus. You know, I message you. I message all our guests. There are guests I simply can't get a hold of, and Tan is just too shy to wow. do it. And maybe I should recruit your you help guys, to help you me because ha- I, I physically can't get a hold of them. Uh, you should have me do it because I contact everybody. In fact, I've literally just now asked Kirby if he'll be on your show. <laughs> just, oh. I feel bad now that we I didn't at least get Tan's permission first. Not no, hold on. Oh, I guess all the things are different episodes. <laughs> but let's get let's get to this one. Let's finish this episode first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, for yes. Sure. He's not responding, guys. This isn't a good look for you. Oh no. Oh fuck. <laughs> just read the read the article, Tan. Uh, item number SCP three two two zero. Watch this. He's going to ask me what it's called. Mm-hmm. Object class safe. <laughs> Special containment. It's Panopticon 2, and also fuck you, because... See, he does this shit because I tell him I have ADHD. I tell him I'm ND, and he's like, you're, you're stupid. I never you say don't that. pay attention. I'm so, I'm so smart. I hate ND people. Real words from Tanhoney. I, I never I said it. I definitely didn't put in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I opened an aetheral space. Just I, I, I wanted to put him in the most uncomfortable position possible. I said, Tanhoney hates autistic people. And I just didn't <laughs> Oh, no, Tanhoney, what have you done? <laughs> 
Yeah, continue. Special containment procedures. The shaft leading to SCP-3220 had been filled with concrete, much like Darnell's mouth. No further exploration (laughs) or investigation into the SCP is permitted at this time. So there's a very consistent uh, line here. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, both of these SCPs so far are ones that you don't go in anymore. It's just something happened, and they're like, nope, nope, fuck it. No, it's blocked off. (laughs) Fuck you. Description. Yeah. SCP-3220 is a large underground silo located underneath an abandoned warehouse on Hashimiya Island, Japan. It's accessible by way of a 50-meter deep shaft under a hatch... No, a 50-meter deep shaft under a hatch mm-hmm. in the middle of the warehouse floor. A deep shaft. A deep shaft. A small... As opposed to a shallow uh, shaft. A small metal placard bearing the words Department of Abnormalities in Japanese is bolted to the hatch. Oh, they're everywhere. Oh, fuck. SCP-3220 extends just over one kilometer into the ground and is 20 meters in diameter. The structure is designed in a manner similar to a panopticon, which is a type of institution... Yeah, that's those towers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Read the footnote. A type of institutional building that is designed in such a way that all persons inside the building can be observed by a single watchman, but themselves are unable to see the watchman or even determine if they are being watched at any given time. It possesses 200 floors, each of which is 5 metres tall and consists of a circular balcony, 3 metres wide, that runs the circumference of the room. A large tower in the centre of the structure extends from the bottom floor to the height of the top floor. It's constructed of opaque, one-way glass reinforced by a steel frame. No method of access into the tower has been found. No, yes, well, it uh, yeah, because you blocked it off, idiot! <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just being obnoxious. I barely read any of it. I don't know the context. Each floor of the SCP contains cubic cells recessed into the walls. These cells are three meters to a side and are fully exposed to the rest of the structure. A semi-translucent panel on the back of each cell provides light. There's a drainage gate in the center of each cell that is unknown where these grates drain to. All but one of the cells in the SCP are occupied by a single humanoid sculpture made of painted concrete. All sculptures are located directly above the drainage grates in their cells and oriented to face the tower. Each sculpture consistently secre- constantly secretes an unknown dark red substance which drains into the gates. Didn't Peanut do something similar? Mm-hmm. Is this where... Oh my god, is this where they stored all the Peanut-alikes back mm-hmm. in the early days of SCP? <laughs> oh, that's cute! That's clever! I can't believe I picked that up as like a non-SCP guy. It's on that word. 59 episodes and you're an SCP guy. You are an SCP guy. I got I bad mean, news for you. Tell that to the people that are still mad I didn't like the Bright proposal. Well, that just means you have good taste. And anyway, it's yeah, ended. Yeah. Prior to SCP-3220. <laughs> nobody, nobody here will blame you for that. <laughs> Prior to SCP-3220 being sealed with concrete, a hatch was located on the bottom floor of the structure, which provided access to the tower's viewing room via ladder. Inside the viewing room was a single human skeleton with a broken neck. No! It is the statues! Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Oh, it links to another SCP that's not 173. What the fuck? Interesting. Uh, this is a very cool article. Uh, it, that is all the article is, by the way. Um, I'm glad it has done as well. Yeah. That article that links to at the very end is another article of mine, by the way. Well, here's what's interesting is because I actually got the theme around this one, it instantly made me like it a lot more, which realizes that I did probably indeed miss the niche theme of the last one. Because it, it seems to be in a similar style, minus all the references written out. It, yeah, this um, is so the the overarching theme of these is that there, at some point in the past, there was a, an organization 
presumably within the foundation called the Department of Abnormalities that did work in such a way that the rest of the foundation was not made aware of it and was not it, like they their work was essentially to the foundation what the foundation is to everyone else. Um, right. And in the in that one tale that I wrote, the the stated purpose of the uh, Department of Abnormalities was to uh, handle objects that should never again see the light of day, hence the title. Like the holders. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See, you figured it out. When all five thirty. So here's the thing. Normally, and I still stand by this as a general rule, I think an article should be able to stand on its own without exterior knowledge. But I get the very specific niche thing these types of articles are doing now, and I kind of want to retroactively up my rating of the last one a little bit to like a seven or an eight. And it may, maybe it even deserves higher, but again, I don't know. And I don't want to, you know, go overboard with the reading. Mm -hmm. And I kind of want to give this one like an eight as well. Cause, um, on one hand, like I said, this isn't something that can be enjoyed by anyone. You need knowledge around it with the last one. You need knowledge of those various references. This one, you need to know about the history of like all the statues back before the SCP wiki to really get the full Mm -hmm. effect. Or at least maybe with that last line, you could presume, Oh, they're all one seven threes, but I don't think that hits quite as hard. Uh, They are. They Um, are all one seven threes, by the way. Oh, yeah. then never mind. That doesn't hit as hard. I thought it, I thought it was implied because I remember in the earliest of the foundation, every every SCP was a different kind of statue. So I thought it was all of those. Were no, the, the, the implication here here is that uh, th- this is a huge underground area full of statues. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say they're all one seven threes. That's that's not indicated, but they're all statues that kill you uh, if you look at right. if you look at them. Hence the the idea of having a, a central tower where all of the things can be looked at all the time all you know all at once and right. one of them and what i was talking about one of the, oh, sorry, one of them is empty and that's the that's mr peanut he made a break for it <gasps> bum, bum, bum. just like chicken room uh what mm-hmm. what i was talking about by the way tan there was a while ago i don't remember if it was right run or some other writer in our discord was like read this thing about the history of the wiki and i read it on like the chant uh, the server and i don't remember if you were there with me or not and it was going through the history of how the wiki started and a lot of early scps because the first one was 173 were just other statues that also killed people um and there wasn't much different they were like all just different variations of peanut before people started making scps that were like actually different anomalies like in the very very earliest days before like the wiki as you as we know it unless unless i'm insane and that article lied to me that was the impression i got so that's what i was assuming was in here was all of those that got deleted because they were all basically the same thing hmm. am i crazy Maybe. i'm not crazy am i i don't know i don't i'm not i don't off the top of my head, I, I cannot oh. tell you. I do not know for sure. History of the SCP Wiki. Someone did an article, and they posted it on our server, and I was like, I'll read that. If with Tan's permission, Tan was like, sure, go for it, mate. And I read it, and it was like, it was talking, <laughs> and it had, like, links to the fucking thing, and they were all, like, different statues. And that was back before the wiki you guys have now. It was a different kind of wiki. Uh, I don't remember the name. Tan, and they were all just, like, statues. They were all statues. Tan, did you say? did you say that just like that? Uh, yeah. not like that, but yeah, 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 go for it, mate. That's an entirely yeah. different from what even Darnell just did. But oh, oh no, it was more like this. God, yeah, the mate. worst part is now I can't find it. I can't find it, and I mm. it was like in June or July of last year. I, I vaguely remember um, what I think you are right though. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but that's what I was assuming this was about because there were so many statues. And that wiki, when things got ported over to the wiki, I remember a lot of articles were either cleaned out or reattributed because they didn't have the original mm-hmm. author. So it's just under, like, Fritz Willy or whatever. Yeah, that, and I remember a lot of the original ones that got cleaned out were just other statues. That was the – the, the previous wiki was called Edit This. It was not on Wikidot. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. when they ported everything over, they did a mass edit, which is, a, like, the, one of the big first things that staff did. Was mass edit the articles to attribute everything they could, um, mm-hmm. and also to clean up a bunch of garbage. I don't know what all was there, but yeah, that was that's absolutely real. All right, so that retroactively, even though I don't fully understand, maybe they deserve high range to those that do. I appreciate the niche thing this is going for. It's a very specific setting built around it. I can get the enjoyment, so I'm going to up my rating of the last one and this one to an eight out of ten. Mm. I'll give it that. Nice. And I will also upvote this, and I'll upvote the... Oh, God, I have to sign in the fucking wiki dot. I'm so sick of this bullshit. Wow. Once an episode. Every fucking... Every fucking day. It's like, oh, you get signed out of wiki dot. Why? Because this fucking wiki dot sucks. Ba- it, and you shouldn't use the site. It's a bad... It is a, it is a bad... It's very bad. Yeah. All right, let me open the last one, which was uh, 3790. Let me upvote that as well. So tentatively, I like these more now, but I still wouldn't call them my favorites by any mm-hmm. means. And we have one more, Tanhoni? We do. This one, we're going way, way, way into the future here. Kind we're breaking the discovering SCP rules for this one. Kind of curious what you're, uh, what, which one you're going to pull here. Because I go it's probably 5,000, I assume, because we're not, we're not supposed to read any 5,000s until we do 5,000. This is the one that I was going to ask you to pull, so that's good. Uh, can I read yeah, this? All right. Absolutely. Wait, wait, yeah. what's the... Yeah, but oh. what's the name of it and who wrote it? So oh, it's this, called it. This is Don't SCP... Thank you. Hey, you know what? Thank you. What did he, what did he say? I missed it. Uh, I, said thank you. I said thank you. Uh, this is SCP-5832, no. SCP and it's called Stained. It was written by Absent-Minded Nihilist. Uh, Stained like the band? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, not yes. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, okay, so... Item number SCP-5832. Object class, safe. Special containment procedures. A foundation front company has purchased the building containing SCP-5832 and falsely classified it as condemned to discourage trespassing. A single guard is to be stationed on location to ensure security. The entrance to SCP-5832 is to be monitored via remote surveillance. Pretty basic. What we don't know is that all these single guards are the same guy on different ships. <laughs> yeah, there's one guy who drives around drives around London because they're all in London, apparently. That's where all the weird shit lives. <coughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, description. SCP-5832 is an apartment consisting of a hallway with two opposing rooms at its end. Those who enter the area are entirely unable to vocalize. Other deliberately generated forms of noise, like clapping or playing an instrument, are possible, and other sounds are not affected. Evidence suggests that the anomaly was at one time inhabited, though the apartment seems to have not been entered for at least two years. A small metal placard under the apartment number reads, Department of Abnormalities. Okay, so uh, the leftmost room contains, or appears to be a child's bedroom painted pink. The paint has no anomalous properties, but contains dangerous amounts of lead and has peeled heavily. The contents of the leftmost room are listed below. A 16-pack of Crayola crayons and a Disney Princess activity book. All images of Prince Adam from Beauty and the Beast have been colored over and scratched out in red. 
the red crayon has not otherwise been used. A Webkins plush Labrador Retriever. In several places, fur is crusted over with an unidentified substance. Ugh. A Nintendo... Also, this is a very bizarrely modern mm-hmm. thing for what they found. Mm-hmm. A Nintendo DS with a cartridge for Animal Crossing Wild World. The game was functional in all aspects, save that when an NPC was engaged in conversation, no dialogue would appear in the resulting bubble. The player character's personal commentary on achievements or actions was also missing. Other text was not affected. Based on the presence of certain time-locked features in the game, it had been played continuously for at least nine months. A white wooden dresser. Contents of the dresser include a charm bracelet with one attached charm, resembling a birthday cake with seven candles. Also found inside were several opened and partly emptied packages of pull-up disposable training pants and three identical Disney Princess t-shirts in a child's medium size. All three shirts are heavily stained. The rightmost room is a small bathroom with linoleum flooring. It contains a pink toothbrush and a tube of Crest Children's Toothpaste, as well as a plastic booster seat on the or booster stool under the toilet seat. No toilet paper or other hygiene products are present. There's a large crack in the bathtub sealant. The sink and bathtub faucet are functional and non-anomalous. Water samples taken from the toilet reveal trace amounts of amniotic fluid. That's like spinal fluid, right? Mm, Yeah, yes. Uh, These traces persist despite multiple flushes. A plastic cup sits on the bathroom counter. The contents have congealed, but chemical analysis reveals it to be a mixture of apple juice and mephipristone. What's mephipristone? I'm just going to let you Google that real quick. Is this going to put me on a list? No, it will not put you on a list. A common progesterone block. It can end a pregnancy that is less than 10 weeks alone. Yep. Right. Yep. I got to be real. Um, so I don't know if this one is also a reference to something or not. And I, fe- I, I don't want to feel – I hope I can say this without sounding hypocritical because it's also vague and mostly description. But there was something about this article that had me so engaged I didn't even want to say anything till the mm-hmm. end. I don't know why, but I was just like, what the fuck is going uh, on if here? You, <laughs> if you um, – let me see if I can find it here real quick. Uh, if you open up the comments to that article real quick and scroll down to the very bottom of the first discussion, yeah, open up the discussion, scroll very down, all the way down to the very bottom of the first page. Uh, Yo, fuck this article, dog. Yeah. Uh, I have been doing this for a long time and been writing on the wiki for a while. Uh, this article was written uh, a little under a year or a little over a year ago now. Um, I've never had as visceral a gut reaction to an article as I have this one. Um, because you know two things about it. You know that there is a, an apartment with two rooms. You can't say anything or make any kind of vocalization at all while you're in those, that area. There used to be a child who lived here. She played a Animal Crossing game for nine months, and she was at least, uh, you know, to a certain extent, taking regular uh, doses of mifepristone. Yeah, that's just fucking sad. Yeah. And, and like, it, it doesn't necessarily have a narrative, but the, the sheer way it's written, like, how it absorbs you in, like, the, what the fuck, in, like, the mystery and intrigue of it makes this one really, really good, I think, yeah. compared to the other two. Again, not to shit on you or a random day, but this one is just really, really good. I want to give this one a 10 out Yeah, of 10. this is the best. Because, like, 
This is the best of the yeah. three, and this is why I was I wanted you to. This is the sort of thing that I was like I had intended when I wrote or when we first started working on thirty seven ninety. Things, mm-hmm. you know, that article is is bare. the The dream would be that if if the things that were in that article were elsewhere, you could write an article like this about all of them. This is the best of the bunch uh, so far. This almost feels like a piece of poetry. It, but it, like... This is very, very dark. Uh, I mean, this article, this article, yeah. this article uh, even to this day, still creeps me out. And there are things I, like, I find out about it that uh, make me more and more uncomfortable. Uh, for example, I, yeah. I think, too, uh, this is probably the first time that I've uh, really like recognized that she blotted out all the faces of Prince Adam with a red crayon. Oh no! Yup, that's what this article is about. This article's fucked up. I mean, it's really, really good. It, it's v- yeah, very effective. But and I want to make that clear because I think a lot of people now, if you put something in your article that's gross for the sake of being gross, that's bad. Mm-hmm. But if you're gen- like actually doing something with tact and you're doing it like in a well-written way, you can have a gross topic and it still is a good article. I feel like some people think if an article has a bad thing in it, then it's bad. Yeah. And there are some articles I would agree with that. Like in, in the bright one, there's a part where they're like, oh, this, I, I don't want to repeat it, but I'm sure you know what I meant mm-hmm. when like the guys are doing things to little girls and it doesn't add anything. It's not done with tact. It's just to be like, oh, this is how evil they are and it's, yeah, gross. it's very gross. But that doesn't mean you can't talk, talk, tackle fucked up topics in a way that adds to the story and is more nuanced and isn't gross. Yeah, n- like I would say this has some fucked up implications, but it's still a really good article. Yeah, uh, Niles did a very good job with this one. She, she. Yeah, this was. Awesome. I think I, I, I don't want to. Uh, let me double check just so I'm not speaking out of turn here. But, um, she. Okay, so she didn't cold post it, but I. She. This one kind of came together very quickly. Um. And if you get the chance, you should read her. Uh, well, actually, I, if, with your permission, I want to read the uh, her comments about it on the first page of the discussion, if that's okay with you. That cool yeah, with you, Chan? By all means. It's very, very good. So she says, this is my shortest piece to date. Perhaps not coincidentally, it took me under eight hours to write. My shortest time spent on a piece ever. This evolved and grew into its full form so quickly, and it's honestly somewhat terrifying. Then, under a collapsible, she says, This is who you think it is. This was inspired by ARD's 3220. What 30... What's 3220? Uh, Panopticon. Ah. Yeah. Uh, what 3220 is to 173, this is to 231. 230... Wait, is that Project Montauk? What's 231? 231 is um, the... I don't even know what the name of that article is. Is that the Ghost Girl? No, Fuck. Two, it, it is uh, Project Montauk. Yeah, yeah, two thirty one. It is Montauk. Yeah, two thirty one is Montauk. Um, two thirty one is a blustery and dramatic piece about the world's worst act being perpetrated for the safety of all. The girl is a narrative object meant to stoke our fears about this horrible thing being done. She's not a person because if the foundation recognized her as a person, they possibly couldn't continue. The, de- the Department of Abnormalities, in my mind, is a larval base shadow archetype of the Foundation. Ergo, this article is an inversion of the original. The DOA will not let you forget that this is a little girl. She is suffering the worst kind of abuse in a tiny world that consists of two rooms and a hallway. This does not erase her inherent status as a little girl. 
She has a childhood, a washed-out, neglectful, pitiful childhood, that has just enough attention paid to it that readers can compare it to their own younger years and find it lacking and terrible. But she is a child, and she is real, and she lived here. The DOA will not let the, the Foundation forget that. And to answer the question I keep getting, it doesn't matter what stuff is in the doggy's fur. It could be semen, tears, vomit, or anything. All that matters is that her only soft toy was dirty and no longer soft. That, 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 yep. that was my guess. I didn't want to say it because I, I, I was pretty sure it was semen because that's usually the mm. idea you get when you hear crusty. Yeah, I read this article oh. and then uh, my immediate reaction was to say, fuck this article. Uh, it, this one's. This is a really good article, but this is one of those articles that you read and you're just like down bad. Yeah, this one. And this was written at like the beginning of the pandemic. Look at when the the comment was posted. Yeah. This article oh. um, is is honestly kind of buck wild. Uh, I think it is um, wildly underrated, even though it's it is mm. rated 314. Uh, I I this is maybe. It is within my top five articles on the site. It's just very, very good. It's very well done. Well, I would say it's really good, too. And like I'd say, I think it might get the same treatment that Montauk does. Because Montauk also does a really good job of being tactful and implying the fucked up shit without being gross about it and keeping it to the story. But I've noticed, um, and Tanahoney told me that people flip on it a lot. Because uh, like back when we recorded it, everyone in our comments seemed to like it. And now I'm seeing stuff like, 231 is gross. It doesn't deserve upvotes. It should be removed from the wiki. And it's like... It's a good fucking article. I think it's just a, a, a terrifying article, but it's a good one. I think the issue people have with two thirty one, which is what she addresses in that comment, is that two thirty one kind of handles the issue on a much broader scale. So you are, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 characters involved and the persons involved are all they dehumanize. Yeah, them, they're yeah. all very distant. You know, the, mm-hmm. the what mm-hmm. what is being discussed is handled at an, or handled at an arm's length, whereas this article is much more. Very personal. Yeah, it's very intimate. Um, you know, the what is indicated here is exactly what it is. Um, not that the girl herself is the anomaly, but the space that they kept her in where they had to do the thing that they had to do is the anomaly. And the DOA uh, very specifically wants to make sure people don't forget uh, the personal cost of that article. Um, not that I wanted to end this thing on a downer, but boy howdy. If you have not... It's okay. We got comment reading. <laughs> yeah, this, this article is very, very good. So thank you, Tanny. I agree. I don't, I don't know if I would call it my favorite of all time, but it def- and I don't even know if I'd place it top five because I'm really bad at making top X lists, but this is definitely one of the better ones I've read. Uh, like I told you, unlike the other two, I was like, I didn't even want to comment or make it. I was so enraptured. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Uh, Tan, honey, you've been quiet for a while. What do you think of this article? It's very good. Yeah, it's mega fucking dark. It's probably, I'd probably say in terms of like the real... Dark, it's not like I don't want to be like edgy, like the real darkness. Uh-huh. It's like it's dark in a very realistic way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. I agree too. There are things I think when something's more grounded in reality, like like with uh, Hippo's articles, it's insta- infinitely more horrifying and actually evokes emotions in the readers than the over the top, like the world is ending things, it, because it, it feels more grounded. Yeah, it's, it's like it I is... don't want to rag on like the factory anymore <laughs> because we've already done plenty of that. But it's like <laughs> I will rag it's on the very fantastical in its darkness. It's very yeah, yeah. It, this, this it's it's a very fantastical way of doing it. Whereas in this case, it's it, hmm. it's like I like to compare. It to, if you'd let me be a weeb for a moment, I don't know how much. Maybe Tan can relate this. I don't know how much you will cactus, mm. but I like to compare Berserk and Oyasmi Poon Poon. Right, those are two stories I really really love. 
Uh, I even have a whole side podcast on me asking me poon poon. Berserk uh, is really good, but it's dark in a fantastic way. Fucked up things happen. There is, you know, rape. There is a lot of murder. There are horrifying things, but they're on such a grand supernatural scale that even though you still can feel things for, like, you know, the main character as a result, you're a little bit detached from it. Oyasumi Poon Poon is a very simple story. It's a very real story. There, everything, it's like heavily involved with depression, uh, fucked up shit that people do to you when you're a child. And there, there's not grand scales. The world isn't, I mean, technically there's a thing about the world, but not really. Mm. Isn't being destroyed. There isn't like, you know, demon kings, you know, kidnapping women. But, you know, when you see Poon Poon snap and... Uh, spoilers alert ahead, skip a couple seconds if you don't want to spoil, and you see him finally, like, he sees uh, the girl um, that he loves is, like, being abused by her mother, he just goes in and he fucking stabs her to death, Mm -hmm. and the panels and the way they're framed is, like, so real, and it's, like, in such a grounded way that it, like, is terrifying to watch. And I kind of get that feeling with this article. Yeah, it's not a starfish crushing the world. It's not 682 being invincible. But it's it, it, way scarier to me, in my opinion. Yeah, th- because it feels just that you feel the reality of this it. This is the uh, episode 25 and 26 of Evangelion of, um, of, the, of the foundation, kind of, where it, you, know, you pull away from the grand narrative and you're just kind of left with this very personal moment um, where... A, a character or a, a narrative what had, what had previously just been a narrative device is turned into the the focal point of the story and that becomes it's it is how um, I think the reason that it is so uh, the reason it's so compelling is because you you very much have to take a moment when you finish it you know and realize what it is and realize the implications of that. You, you have to take a step back and realize, like, oh, there are a lot of other articles just like this one uh, that all do yeah. a lot of different things. And, you know, we as authors, and I, I'm sure, Tanhoney, you've probably felt this before, too. Mm. You, you, you get this sense of, you know, when you're trying to tell a story, you, you don't want to get bogged down in the details, especially in, yeah. in, an, mm-hmm. in an article, you know, it, with, within the format that we, we're writing in. You can't, you know, as much as I have, you know, gone on and on and created these big, long articles, very little of the stuff that I've written has had, uh, you know, the those moments of um, really studying how the, you know, the, the, the story um, and the events that transpire within that story uh, affect the, what should be very real characters within it. And so when you have a moment like this where you see this article and understand the consequences of writing something like 231 and creating a world where this kind of thing happens, then you as an author and as a reader have to step back and say, well, all of these other articles that have horrible things happening, like one I I keep going back to is uh, the deer. I'm sure you're familiar. Um, I think we read the deer like forever Mm -hmm. ago. Jork, the one with all the rituals. Yes, Jork wrote that article. And it's really good. And it was it was a uh, it caught a lot of flack at the very beginning of it um, because one of the containment procedures for the deer is that you have to feed it babies. Um, mm-hmm. And the <laughs> what's so funny about it compared to this article is that when it was um, you know when it was announced or when it when it first came out, the reason people had some like the issues that they had with that article in the containment procedures wasn't so much that like they were killing babies as much as it was like, well, how are you going to find all those babies? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, and that and that becomes like the logistical concerns of saving the world become a almost a bigger concern than the um, personal concerns. That, emotional part. Yeah. So. Yeah, it takes away from the emotional impact of eating babies because you think, and I don't, I don't want to say I did and I didn't, but I feel like that's something I might have brought up in the episode as well because it's like, well, okay, how realistically can you get a baby every week or yeah. whatever it was? Yeah. It was. It is. This is that, like, this is where you realize that, you know, to 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 conduct the procedure that they are describing in that article, there has to be somebody who goes in and picks up a baby out of a nursery and carries them down and does the whatever ritual they need to do to prepare the baby. And then they set the baby in front of this thing, and then it eats the baby, or the baby dies, or whatever reason. And somebody has to watch that, right? That is what yeah. this is. Um, yeah. So this, I mean, this article is pretty simple. It is a, it is a two bedroom, right? Rather a two room, uh, one bedroom, one bathroom, uh, apartment with a single hallway where procedure Montauk takes place. Uh, and, and no sound happens for some reason because it's anomalous. Well, no sound happens for a pretty major reason. If I had to guess. I, I well, yeah, I, I, yeah. but I, I, I more meant the mechanics yeah. of it. I don't know how they made yeah. it work. This is, and, and that's why I like this article so much is that there is, you know, there's almost a responsibility when you're writing about people, um, you know, where you are, you know, it is very easy just to kind of give, you know, the worlds that you write these kind of fantastical elements and just kind of do the sitcom thing where, oh, well, end of the sitcom or end of the episode, everything's fine and everything goes back to normal. When that doesn't happen, and that's not real, and this article I think is, um, you know, a spotlight that shows like, hey, all of those times you've written articles where such and such thing happens, this is what has to happen for that thing to happen. Like, if you want something terrible to happen in your story, you can't just like, yeah, something terrible happens. You have to have moments like these, which makes it really, really. And I, I agree with you, and this is often why I think the grounded horror is is uh, a little bit like more terrifying because, uh, and and I made fun of this in the holders because they're so over the top because every holder is like this is the worst story of all the bad things you human when you crank up the power level yeah. it's so high and you don't engage in the consequences it stops feeling scary you can't just say something is scary or be like and then they killed and did this to X because one it becomes gross if you use it wrong and two it just doesn't feel scary mm. it just feels like all right these aren't people these are objects in the article when you sit down and you go through and to be fair they're if you do a fantastical article not every article needs to be a very realistic grounded thing mm-hmm. um i don't think every article could be 5832 but the but i think that's what makes 5832 so special is because it is is as rare as it is in a sea of fantastical element t- style articles you know mm. um uh but like uh I, I agree that when something is, you know, grounded, you really go through the consequences of it. That's how you really capture the horror and the dread than just going as high as you can up the fucked up list. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yes, I am in agreement. Hang on one second. I want to see something. Um, I should probably pull up the, the last episode, too, so we can get the comments in, because we're already past Yeah, that. go ahead. Go ahead and do your thing. I'm just trying to find... But by all means, yes, go ahead and find... One. Uh, Tian, do you want me to just read the last main episode or the Gombe Chimpanzee War one as well? Uh, probably just the last main one. Alright, and then we can, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. And um, spoiler alert ahead of time, Cactus. Mm-hmm. Uh, as reference for the comments, I did not like 093. <laughs> so people were actually a lot more understanding about it than the than the bright one. That's the one that's like the redstone. Uh, and I, 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 here's the, here's yeah. the thing about O nine three. O nine three is important, but I don't know if it is my, it's it is not my favorite article in that style from early in the wiki. That article more or less inspired everything that I did for the the first like five years I was here. Um, but it is there are some things about it that are kind of weird. I still think it's good. It's just not my favorite. If if you've got an hour and 40 minutes to kill, I hate to give you another assignment to watch. I would recommend watching it so I rather than me trying to recap my hour 40 minute reaction mm-hmm. to it. And actually that was not even the whole thing cuz we started it in another episode where I also didn't like it. And people and I was like, "Do you guys want us to finish this?" And they were like, "Yeah, you'll like it by the end." And I still did not mm-hmm. like it. Uh, just um since But yeah, I think I'll go over my thoughts better. Since you mentioned uh, the holders. Uh, this isn't really a holders thing, but my first uh my first, or rather, my first and favorite article article uh, story in that kind of creepypasta genre was the uh, gallery of Henry Vukomp. If you ever get the chance to read, oh, I've never heard of that. that. One. It is link it to fucking me. Wild, and it's my favorite. Toss me a linky poo. This is the link. Is that a penny poo? I don't know why I'm addending poo to the end of everything. Alright, you guys ready to read some motherfucking comments? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Tell us what they said. What did they, right. what did they say? Uh, so first off, from Shythalia, we have, 093 could definitely use an edit. Hmm, when are you going to do Lord Blackwood's Tales? We did oh, we one. We did Lord Blackwood Tales. Yeah, go back. Go back. Um, <laughs> go back to where you once be- <laughs> believed. Nice. How's that song go? Go back. Go back to where you want something. Oh, I thought you were uh, referencing the Beatles. All right, never mind. Go ahead. Continue um, on. Beatles are good, too. But I was referencing a, an edgy song. Grafkly uh, says, Yay, my prediction about last slash this 093 episode was right with Darnell liking the end but overall not enjoying it. Here's an idea I would love to see for one of your episodes. Use a random number generator, Google has one inbuilt, to generate the numbers of the SCP you'll read for that episode. This would also be live, so you read the article as soon as you get the number. I know that they're, they're actually giving a funny idea, but I like to imagine this is a desperate attempt that maybe 5,000 will be picked live and then can't, can't back out of it. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, well, I gotta do it. It was live. Wait a second. Wait a second. Tan, <laughs> hang on. Tanhoney, are you not gonna read 5,000? Not until we get We are. It's supposed to be the grand finale of the oh, podcast. We're, we're gonna still do the podcast after, but, like, the idea is once 5,000 happens, Tan's gonna finally reveal some information about it. And then... Well done. Um, well done. And I then, <laughs> You told me I will. I said, "Are you going to actually reveal like some new things?" And you said, "I will reveal some things." Okay, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then after that, you get. This is why I was a little put off when Tan said I'm already an SCP guy. At, by the time we finally get to five thousand, I will be an official SCP guy, and then we'll probably switch to like reading new articles or whatever someone recommends. Because Ra- right now we're going through all the articles Tan likes the most or thinks is the most important, and then we're going to focus more on like fan suggestions or whatever's new on the wiki or whatever. Damn. After 5,000. That's pretty uh, that, yeah. That's pretty wild. I did not realize that that, that yeah. is what this was. But then again, I, now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, you did name your podcast Discovering the SCP Foundation. So that I guess that, that tracks. All right, continue on. 
Yeah. I mean, the idea was by the time we finished 5,000, I'd be caught up to the last series, but now that 6,000's about to come out, maybe we have to go a little longer uh -huh. if the contest happens before we get to it. Um, uh, Graphically says, for Tanhony, are you a dog or cat person? Uh, dog. Wrong. Nice. Uh, no, correct. For Darnell, I'm sorry, for cat person, are you a dog or cat person? Uh, I, I am a cat person. Mm -hmm. I... For Darnell, what are you studying? Oh, go ahead. Catboy uh, Cactus? I like... I like I, well, yes, Catboy Cactus. I like... Uh, oh, by the way, if you do bring ARD on your show, which sounds like I've now forced you to do, uh, just... I, I wanted him on. You should on. ask him about Catgirls at some point. Just bring that up. I just... Oh, dude, I would love to. I'm an anime guy. Good. I, the thing is, I wasn't joking. I, I, I feel bad, because I'm not trying to shit on you too much on Podcast 10, but there are people I genuinely want to invite that people ask for, and I physically can't, because I'm not famous enough, quote-unquote, to get a hold of them, no. and Tan is too shy to do no, it. No, just, so I might have to use just, you. <laughs> just come to Papa Cactus. He'll fix everything for you, baby. Yeah, because there are like people that are too big-name that won't listen to my random DMs. Uh, you'd be shocked how... I, you, I understand why you're saying that, and I understand, like, that kind of no 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 like I'm not intimidated by them I physically like I don't know how to DM people like Samir in a random day where the fuck you'd find them oh, that... and, and Tan won't give me their IDs because he's nervous uh, that, that's not an unreasonable fear I don't know where those well not fear but I don't, I don't know where everybody's at either uh, but I definitely know people who know people so uh, nice. you know, I'll, I don't hey don't worry baby I'll hook you up it's a deal with the devil Donald don't <laughs> nah, nah. I, I will reject nah. my humanity in a brisk cactus. Mr. Darnell, come on over here, sir child. See this con this contract I've produced. Now all I need is a little bit of your blood, child. Just sign right here on the bottom of the page, and we can get you taken. We can get you taken care of. I, I bite my hand like AOT, don't, don't, and then I smear the blood on the. Don't page. mind me just fiddling away over here on this here violin. Mm. <laughs> all right, good. All right. For Darnell, what are you studying at uni slash college? So I originally was studying biology because I wanted to do cancer research. But apparently to do cancer research, you've got to be the number one of the number one, which kind of fell apart when I failed org chem. So I switched to cybersecurity. And now I'm doing that. And I'm going to probably graduate this summer. Nice. Nice. Good for you, dude. Yeah. Thank you. You're Thank officially you more qualified than the wiki dot stuff. That's true. <laughs> 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 he's also more. I mean, hey, he's, he's yeah. more extant than the Wikidot staff as well. It's it's funny because once you do cybersecurity, you wonder about a lot of these articles because I know not everyone has you know the more intimate specific knowledge. But it's always funny to me when they're like, "We browse the computer." It's like, why didn't you take a digital forensic image with a write blocker? Why were you logging into the computer? You're trying to the anomalous, scary computer. What like why aren't you? taking the proper steps so that the, the data doesn't get corrupted or you don't accidentally overwrite things that tried to be deleted. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Nice. Uh, yeah. Boris WW. Hold on. This is embarrassing because I wasn't trying to white knight you, but it comes across that way. We had a, a little conversation with Boris. Boris says, while I'm not a fan of either article, I'm kind of surprised you didn't like this one while you enjoyed what happened to Site 13 so much. It's essentially the same structure of kind of boring, drawn-out exploration logs followed by an info dump at the end. Difference is, this one is not as drawn-out. Still, it's, kind, it's a kind of weird relic of the past. To which I already responded. I said, Site 13 strung more of a cohesive narrative throughout the story rather than dumping all the actual plot at the end. Also, the writing was significantly better and less riddled with errors. That said, I completely understand where you're coming from. 093 just didn't really hit for me. I would also disagree with Site 13 being boring. Boring. The narrative and descriptions were infinitely more interesting to me. Uh, again, that is not me sucking your dick. That was just my opinion. 
but I wanted to read that because that was an interesting thought I saw. And, you know, to each their own, but I really was surprised that they would make the comparison that it's just the same thing as 093. Because 093, and I know it's an older article. I know it's historical. You know, I gave it some slack for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get how important it was. But, it like, it's riddled with really bad grammar errors that are hard to read. And they're, like, some things – I literally shouted. There was a part where you're, like, reading a character's diary – and they wrote their accent in their diary, mm. and they also were saying you like they were talking to someone in the diary. Mm. And it was driving me nuts. It is, it, is, it, is an, it is a relic of a bygone age, and it's funny to hear people say that they are the same thing because um, that they are they're like I, I you know I obviously like have to be uh, what's the word. I have to be like non-biased or unbiased, I guess, about the the things that I write. So, if somebody sees it a, a certain way, then like, who am I to say that they are wrong? Um, but I, the argument that I would make is what those two articles are trying to do um, are is very, very different than you know they, they are they are mm-hmm. different. Like I know what I was trying to do with say thirteen, um, and whether or not I accomplished that is you know I guess left up to debate, but. I, just as a reader of 093, I can tell you the thing that it is trying to do is a much different thing than the thing that I was trying to do. And it's not just all, mm-hmm. it's not all just like exploration logs, even though that's you know part of the appeal. 093 is a right. sort of like creeping, emptiness, dramatic, um, or not dramatic, but this kind of creeping, emptiness, exploration article where you're, you're sort of, you know, taking a chance to look at a, at what is essentially a dead world, um, Whereas Site Thirteen is a, a goddamn action movie, uh, so so they to compare the two is is not a bad thing because they certainly do similar things, um, but they I I would argue that their motivations are very different. Uh, T D Snyder writes, I agree with the analysis. The fluff kind of drowned out the important things that could have made the article better. We don't see as many articles early on where the author weaves words into an intricate and intriguing narrative. Um, that is true. Uh, and, yes. and that's kind of I think why O nine three is as important as it is. People always talk or point to the whole um, the whole uh, you know, question of um, well, this is the article that made exploration logs like a big deal. Which is probably true, but I think what it did um, on a much larger scale, uh, and which was the first thing that, or the, one of the first articles that did this, was it introduced the idea that the an article could be something that is um, more than just a description of a thing, right? Like er, early mm-hmm. on when I first joined back in 2014, um, and I think they're probably still something that people get criticized for now. There were a lot of people who were. Uh, would run into issues in critique where they would write like a thing that does a thing, and that was a problem for a long time. People kept talking about like, oh yeah, you don't want to write a thing that does a thing, um, because right, it, you just describe the thing. You can't yeah. say what it's I doing. Mean, basically, you're writing entries in a monster manual, right? Where you mm-hmm. are, you know, you give a description, you say what it does, and then that's it. That's the article. And a lot of uh, yeah. Now we have addendums, exploration logs, well, yeah. details. People, and it's not so much even that people found out because I think it was something that people like knew, but it wasn't really put into action until articles like O nine three showed that you can have articles that are descriptions of things followed by interactions with things, but between mm-hmm. careful consideration of the way you present those interactions, you can k- tell a story. Um, 
you know, in that format. And I mean, Wikipedia, I should say this too. Wikipedia also does this like, yes, in in a, not necessarily in the most, in like this, as blatant a way as we are doing because Wikipedia is information and we are entertainment. Um, But at the same time, like they will, you know, there is a, you know, kind of uh, chronological narrative structure to the things that are written in, you know, articles on Wikipedia. You're not just dumped everything all at once and then said, like, okay, this is it, right. goodbye. You know what I mean? So, And I was going to say, um, I think a thing with the SCP Wiki, me talking with, with my huge schlong as a newcomer who d- doesn't have the whole history, but um, and I think this goes for a lot of wikis and fan fiction sites and fandoms, all right? This isn't SCP exclusive. But I think a lot of times on the internet when people are in a community, there's a little bit of a hive mind. You have to think X is good. You have to think Y is bad. And the way you're describing it sounds to me that for a while people, even though some people thought, hey, it would be cool if you explore what the article does, everyone's like, no, that's not what SCP is. But once someone did it in a way that was popular enough that people respected it, suddenly it was okay and everyone was like, yeah, that's good. Which happens all the time on the internet. Think about, for example, like I don't like if you were a Reddit or whatever, there was a time where everyone hated Minecraft. Minecraft was cringe. Now Minecraft's popular again. It happens all the time in communities. Mm-hmm. And once someone does something in a way that makes it cool, then everyone else accepts it. And when everyone else accepts it, other contributors feel more open to to build on that concept, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think – is that what I'm understanding correctly? You're saying 093 was? It was that first breakthrough where people are like, all right, you can write what the SCP does. Shit. Yeah, I mean it's just – it's one of those things where, um, you know, you you look at articles like 173, which – you know, by today's standards are pretty sparse and um, don't have a whole lot going on. And it's easy for people to criticize those. But at the time, that's just what it was. Like, that's what, yeah. you, you know, when, mm-hmm. when it was on 4chan and when it was on edit this, like, that's all people were. Yeah, because they have character limits on 4chan. They have, they have certain posting. Well, there's restrictions. There's a culture. And more than just that, that's just what they were trying to do. Like, you have to, mm-hmm. I, like, I talk about, I've talked about it a lot in this uh, episode, too. Um, the idea of intent, right? Like your those articles, those early articles are trying to do something different than what a, an article today is trying to do, right? Those articles yeah. are presenting because it was a, it was a different, um, and honestly, it was it was kind of an important way, like because they those articles for better or worse set up a lot of things that now seem commonplace and that you take for for granted, like. Those articles, by mm-hmm. by just presenting something and then not giving any more context to it and then saying, this is what it is and good luck, that's how you get things like the Church of the Broken God and the Global yeah. Cult Coalition and the Chaos Insurgency and the Wanderer's Library and, you know, other things like that. And that was, you know, not necessarily the same as what I was trying to evoke with 3790, uh, the Department of Abnormalities. Right. But it was the same. It was the same general idea, right? You are, you are, yeah. you know, what you are attempting to do is different then than what you are. Most people are attempting to do now. Now you are trying to take all of those compiled elements from years and years of you know us doing this thing, and turn building off the back of giants and, and turning it into something that you can, um, you know, turning it into something compelling. Uh, where I think a good it, oh sorry no, go ahead. No, I'm just, the, that it, it is it's also just a difference between what people were looking for then and what people are looking for now. A hundred percent. 
And I think a good example of that in another medium would be Earthbound and to a lesser extent, uh, like Undertale, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people are like, wow, these RPGs are super innovative. They have creative ways to fight. They have quirky characters. Why don't all RPGs do that? Why are older RPGs so standard fantasy elements? Why are they so, you know, simple combat? Because they were doing a different thing. They were building a certain kind of game, a certain kind of atmosphere, a certain kind of simple style. And now that those weird things have been introduced and there's all these different elements that people can make happen in games, people expect those out of RPGs. It's not that older ones are bad. Aside from, you know, there were technology limitations too, of course, but they were just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people didn't want Undertales in the 80s and 90s. Well, they didn't want Earthbounds back I think, then. I think it was just, it, it is a, a difference of expectation. Like, people, people mm-hmm. ne- didn't necessarily want those things because they didn't know that they could have them. Um yeah, and then when you know you have people who innovate the form and they come through and they do something different, then people start to go, "Oh, you mean we can do that?" Well, then yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean it's it's the same thing. I mean that's why like game manuals back in the day had these you know really detailed descriptions and these really detailed illustrations of things that were you know represented with pixels in the game because they couldn't do it in the game. You couldn't have you don't right. have screenshots that looked like movie posters in 1995 yeah you just have you know a couple pixels on a screen and then a picture in a book that looks like pikachu you know what i mean yeah so absolutely that is i mean as an example of the way that the form changes that is maybe the most uh, like well one of the most like direct but ours does the same thing i mean you have people maybe when i mean i don't want to speak for the first authors on the wiki, but if I had to guess, they probably did not like that. Probably was not something that they necessarily cared too much about because it wasn't one. It wasn't what they were trying to do, and two, it wasn't something mm-hmm. that they had discussed even attempting to do. So exactly. So, do you have any thoughts on this, Tanner? I feel like you've been silent for like twenty minutes. He, um, I don't think he's over there pooping. Hello. Okay. You can still hear me? I feel bad, Tan. Are you okay? Yeah, was I was I no, like too no. mean today? Are you, are no, you I'm just crying. Okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> Steve Oesk says. Uh, see, I want I want to read all the comments, but I feel bad because this one now sounds like I'm jerking myself off. Nice. What I love about Darnell being forced discovered the SCP multiverse. Hold on, this isn't a real comment. You wrote this. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually from Steve Oesk. I'm serious. And even newcomers such as myself, having only delved deep in the wiki since August. See, that's actually, this is the weirdest part of that comment. He said since August. That means I actually have been on the wiki longer than him. Because we started this in like June, no, March, right? Yeah. Oh, God. It's really eye-opening to how insular the community can be with how it sees its story. And that's something I mentioned earlier. I don't think that's like an error, error of SCP or that even everyone follows that things. Especially, I think, the SCP wiki usually is pretty good at thinking outside the box. But I do agree to an extent there is like, this is good, this is bad, you have to think this way. And that's just the nature of being in a community. Uh, and I think people break from that mold, of course, but I do agree to an extent. Because there were a lot of comments in here that you'll see where people who, in the last episode, in part one, were like, no, dude, 093 is awesome. And then I got to the ending, I, I explained my thoughts, and they're like, actually, you make a good point. Uh, and, and then they said, and as always for the algorithm. Uh, Jacob Cooper says, 1470 is actually kind of similar to 093. It's called Earth Crucified. I guess my theme recommendation would be Gamers Against Weed, just for the lols. I also have to say, uh, SCP fourteen seventy is not Earth crucified. That's a different SCP. <laughs> See, this is why the whole number formula. I don't know why people don't just call SCP articles by their names. I hate when they're like, "Yo, have you read three eight two four? It's like I don't know what that is. 
I'm too ADHD to fucking remember all the numbers. Like 682 and 173 are exceptions because people say them nonstop. But I don't know. I just wish more people used article names than fucking numbers. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. I don't know. What do you think, Cactus? What's the question again? A lot of people, because like Tan only pointed out, this guy said 1470 Earth is Earth crucified. And Tan says that's not Earth crucified. My point was, I kind of hate that people call SCPs by their numbers instead of their article names. Like a lot of the series one ones, you hear so yeah. much that they're second nature, like 682173. But when someone's like, yo, bro, have you read 3824? Like who knows what that is off the top of your head? You have to look it up on Google, click it, and be like, oh, that's, that's that. I one. have that problem because I've written a lot of articles. Uh, I. Yeah. Very rarely will like if somebody mentions something obvious, like if someone says, "Hey, hey bro, seventeen thirty, pretty good," I'm like, "Yeah, I yeah. wrote that and I remember that one." But you know, thirty seven ninety is one I forget all the time. People say like, "Oh man, thirty seven ninety, that what a weird article. That's so cool." I'm like, "Yeah, I wonder who wrote it." And then it's like, "Oh shit, it, it was me. <laughs> I just don't remember the fucking number." And they were like, "Be like, oh, yeah, I like it, like I'll tell you right now. If you ask me right now on the spot to give you the numbers of any of the data articles, couldn't do it." Absolutely could not do it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't remember a single exactly. one. But you know they're the data articles, and you know what data yeah, articles you, are. Yeah, if you exactly. gave me the title of those articles, I could tell you exactly which one it is. Boner pills is when he makes old a... people give get boners. <laughs> it's very clearly described yeah. in the article title. And that's always a problem I had because I'm just bad with remembering like numbers and associating stuff like that. But I think it really hit for me when I was like joking with Tan about something. I went to his art- author page, and it was like reading off the numbers, and he's like, I don't remember which these are. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, that's right. Because this is the worst format ever. I'm being just like un- obnoxiously opinionated for no reason. I'm sorry. You have to I'm deal with punching it. my punching bag right now. Chrysanthus says, uh, after listening to you guys reading it, I must say I totally remembered 096 way, way better. Probably because the world building was good and the tales that use it are better than the article itself. So I have to say I agree with the majority of the criticism. Nothing more to say. Excited to see who's going to be the guest next. Well, uh, <laughs> it's none other than this good guy. joke. No, do they mean 096 or do they mean 093? I think they meant 093. Okay, I was going to say. Oh, not- but do you see what I mean about the number problem? You know how many they get wrong in the own fucking... And that's not a, 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 a bash on you guys, viewers. I'm just saying this is why we should call articles by their name instead of trying to use their fucking numbers. I also agree I hate with it. this. It would save <laughs> me so, so much trouble. <laughs> Dino Tales says, Hey, Tanhoney and you unclean creature. Cool. One, my SCP recommendations are SCP-4833, The Syncope Symphony. Didn't we read that already? I don't read it yet. Uh, no. It's being rewritten. Oh, right. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. SCP-4344, Kick... I, I thought we had read that before. Never mind. 4344, Kick Asteroid, and SCP-4248, Alphabet and Omega. Two, my theme recommendation is Prometheus Labs. And by the way, I'm not pronouncing it weird. I'm pronouncing it weird because he writes them recommendation instead of recommendation. Nice. Uh, I didn't want you to think I had a weird accent thing. Three, now I wonder what Tanhoney would do if someone were genuinely disappointed with an episode. I'd delete uh, the comment. simply not care. <laughs> Me. Oh, I wouldn't even care about Tanhoney. I would delete the comment. How would you know I have them already? you to your school. <laughs> Four, man, SCP-093 is not as good as I remember. Quick, I feel kind of bad because I'm not trying to... Wasn't trying to like shit on the article. Yeah, the point that I didn't want to enjoy. It. I was just giving my opinion. <laughs> Quaker Buttonos one two eight says the Violet test has fewer upvotes because most people got bored and give up after the first two, or they just skip to the recovered materials. I'll take. Uh, Comedy Man Kelp says, honestly, I kind of agree with Darnell. Was never really the biggest fan of O nine three for pretty much the same reason that Darnell says. A previous guest star returning, 
hmm, I'm thinking the next episode might be a tad bit abnormal. <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love Comedy Man Cult. Uh, Boom Boon 47 says, I swear there is nothing, and I mean nothing, scarier than accidentally unplugging your headphones and hearing, Tanhony! Followed by a shrill laugh coming from the darkness while trying to sleep. <laughs> is Tanhony the shrill laugh? <laughs> That's very funny. I feel, no, it's it's because I have a really I, bad I, laugh. I would describe my uh, laugh as pretty shrill as well at times. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty self-conscious about it because, like, I already know my laugh's not normal. My family always gets on me for it. But it's like Joker, school, you have to have a I really liked. There was a girl I really liked, and she said, you laugh like a gremlin. And then I just, like, stopped <laughs> laughing for a year because I was so self-conscious. Thanks for laughing at Darnell, that. Darnell, I think you have a beautiful laugh. <laughs> Thanks. But trust me, when I, like, laugh, laugh, it's pretty bad. It sounds like a donkey or some you shit. you're not laughing at my jokes, bitch? <laughs> well, like, Tan- the way Tanhony can make me laugh, I can't think of a joke. Every now and then, Tanhony will hit a joke that, like, pierces my soul, and I, like, laugh, laugh, and it's pretty bad. I'm laughing right now at Tan. I'm just now realizing Tanhony's fucking Discord profile picture. What the fuck's going on with this thing, Tan? So it's, it's a long, long story. It's gone through several iterations. I, I hate, I hate so, it a lot. I want it, to, I want it to be gone. So initially, Tanhony used Yoko Taro, and I was like, hey, if we're going to be a channel, just like you can't have copyright stuff on the wiki articles, you probably shouldn't have like a video game character as the channel symbol. And he's like, well, I want it to be Yoko Taro. And I was like, all right, so we got an artist, and we made like a Yoko Taro knockoff. Mm-hmm. Then someone made a, like, Pogger's face for that knockoff to be like, haha, make it in mode on the server. Then someone drew a much more detailed version of the Tanhony Pogger's face. And then after the Among Us article, someone did j- the Germa face you see now as, like, a sus. I, when the Tanhony is sus. I hate it so much. I, 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 it, whenever I look away from the screen, I still see it. I don't... This is not good. This is bad for me. <laughs> Actually, before we read comments, I feel bad to interrupt this, but... Have you ever heard of Longmont Potion Castle? I have not. No. So it's this guy who's been... I discovered this literally yesterday. Someone turned me on this shit, and it was so bizarre, it blew my mind. He records... He does surreal prank calls with, like, bizarre sound effects and premises, Ooh. and he records them as songs and albums, and he's been doing it since 1986 what? to this day. He's got a ton of them. You can find them on YouTube. You can find a few on Spotify. You can buy them. They're all over. They're, like, really niche. And um, they're just really, really bizarre. And um, it made me think, there should be an SCP, if there isn't one already, that's, like, an anomalous prank caller. Like, you get a call, and it, like, bends the laws of reality to fuck with you, but it doesn't, like, kill you or do anything spooky, and it ends when you hang up. I think that'd be a really funny concept. Here, let me link you one of them. Let me link you one of his albums. They're insane. Tanhoney's already got it drafted. Yeah, let me link this to you guys, and I I demand you check it out later. I might watch some with you, Tan. This is the one someone recommended me as a starter one. This is his 12th album. Uh, and and each song is like, uh, what? Before you get back to the comments, Tan, honey, I, what I really need to ask is the question I think everybody wants to know. When are we getting Among Us 3? I was expecting people to get angry at Among Us 2, so it's been delayed. <laughs> is that right? Here's, here, here's the best part, Cactus. I was talking about a canon because... Theoretically, because of the artificial intelligence having everything recorded, uh-huh. there are theoretically recorded steps and da- quantifiable data for how to become a god. Yeah? yeah, and I was realizing there could be whole tales or articles about like various organizations trying to get a hold of this or people becoming gods. Mm-hmm. And then I realized if you made a canon around this, the perfect name for it would be "Gods Among Us." Ooh. Yes, <laughs> I, I make it happen. I need less Amogus in my. Uh, uh, sorry, less um, um, Gogus. In my life. 
See that? That's how I laugh. Mgongus. Mgongus. Now you just sound like you're doing the the meme of like Sheldon, who like keeps distorting the way Bazingus said every meme. Mgongus Rex. Mgongus Rex. Okay. Doctor Asimov says for the algorithm. Thank you, loyal commenter. Mystery. Mystery guy, see, we kind of fucked Mystery guy over this week because last, so he said week five of asking him to cover SCP three thousand one. However, on the on the Gombe Chimpanzee War IF episode, he said week six. So we've kind of fucked him because there's two episodes this week. If this he can't survive this attack, so I wonder how he's going to cooperate. I, I don't know if he's going to do like week seven, even though it's the same week. If he's going to do like week six point five, I'm curious. Let's see how he responds. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Hamilton says, has Tan written any articles for the wiki that reference Aetheral Space? I have not. Okay. Insert but clever name maybe here, if you wanted to learn to more, I... rather than wait, looking on the SCP wiki for more info, just go to Royal Road, <laughs> Aetheral Space, to read more. Yeah, or watch our videos. It's basically an audiobook, except I interrupt every five seconds to be stupid. Uh, insert clever name here, put a link to when I lost my mind. If I don't know if you can see the comic cactus, if you want to see me go, like, ape on, on 093. Uh, and he said, Darnell finally snaps and becomes the Joker. And the funniest part of that, I commented about this, is, like, I was literally losing my mind and, like, going off about my frustrations, and Tam was like, please continue. Uh-huh. <laughs> I felt so bad. Because I didn't hear him at the time, because I was screaming. But, like, watching it back, I could hear it. Uh, Anomalous Writer says, new episode once more, huzzah. P.S. I have survived the Tanhony angering incident of 21. Nice. And then, of course, lastly from Suresh Stryker. I don't know what this is referencing. He just said how he could do such a thing. Not how could he do, how he could do such a thing. Hello? Say again? I'm sorry. I think you cut out for a second. He said... he said how he could do such a thing. He, That's the whole comment. The comment is how he could do such a thing. Yeah, not how could he do. How, how he, he could do how such he a could thing. How he could do. Hmm. How could he how could do? That's strange. Hmm. Hang on, I'm going to... But I'm yeah, gonna, now I'm that... Gonna this, oh, go I'm ahead. pray on this a little bit. How he could do... Right. Hmm. Weird. Uh, I'll come back to that and then come up with a, a he how he could do could do how, how he could. could do such a thing that's what they said when i posted among us scp <laughs> i like to imagine the commenter was a normal person uh like prior to the uh uh prior to the among us scp and then he read it and became this person who he, who he got blasted with some psychic energy uh he, he took <laughs> psychic damage he's never been the same all right well now that we've put you we've gone through the department of abnormalities with you the question of the hour is, will you spare Tanhony? Well, I spare Tanhony. I need you guys to understand something. <laughs> guys, I mean, come on. So, you know, we all we all have a good time. Everybody everybody out here is fun. Uh, and, yeah. you know, there's, there's been a lot of talk recently about will I or will not, not spare Tanhony. And, um... Anyway, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh-huh. Yeah! Yeah, no problem. Uh, so... See you around. Been great, yeah, no, for sure. I'll do it again next time. Yeah. See, you. whenever you, whenever you want to come on, let us know. Whenever you want to chat, shoot me a DM. We can talk about how to slap Tanhony on Peepus. I mean, um, 
about SCPs? <laughs> Darnell, my, my my boy. I don't need help slapping Tanhoney on Peepus. I'm in there right now! Ah! Hello. Do not turn off the video yet. This is Tanhoney from the year 2034, after the greatest happening. I am here to make an announcement about your near future. On April 24th at 1pm CDT, or 6pm ETC, 7pm BST, 11am PDT, or 2pm EST, Tanya and Darnell will be hosting Riser Botfest Festival Celebration Con 2021. If there are any tales, articles, or any other writing projects or things you want to critique to our little please submit them on the Discovering SCP Discord's Writer Talk channel and ping either my past self or Darnell. We hope to see you there. And remember, the future is in your motherfucking mind. What are you talking about?